0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, it is I, your host for another great episode of Political Theater, it is I, Charles Nash, here with you, as always, on the Dark Night mic, and I am here with everyone on Spotify, which is sponsored by Anchor. Now, I told everyone that I would be back November the 2nd, Wednesday, I am here I am ready to go. We have a great show for everyone here this evening. So I have lots and lots of news to discuss. We are just, I believe, I believe we are about, uh, oh, six days away from the November elections now. So getting right into the news, folks, and, and I've got a lot of it here. I'm gonna start off with my very first, article here, and it's really not a surprise what I'm seeing and reading, uh, especially what I'm seeing on the drive-by media. You have all of the outlets in panic mode right now. And I mean, pure panic mode. So much so that later tonight, later tonight, President Joe Biden himself is going to be making an emergency speech you heard it an emergency speech tonight November the 2nd it's Wednesday today it was not supposed to be a scheduled speech he's having this emergency speech to and it's supposed to be at the capitol building in Washington DC to address the American public about why you should go vote for the democratic party Because tonight, it's going to focus on two things. Democracy and how it's being stripped away and destroyed by the Republican Party, by conservatives, like individuals like Elon Musk, who just bought Twitter. Oh, I'm telling you, folks, there has been a total meltdown by everyone on the far left. In the drive-by media they are in panic mode you've got certain blue states that are getting ready to be flipped red you have five key states that are swing states that's in jeopardy right now three of them have already has already been pulled uh tremendously and it's going towards the gop and again you have joe biden making this presidential announcement about how democracy is in trouble how how there's an emergency you just gotta go out and vote for the democratic party god help us if they lose their power that's what you're going to get tonight you're also going to hear how it's joe biden the democrats who have strengthened strengthened the working class economy where it is right now which is the biggest load of bs you're going to hear but you're going to hear that tonight i'm giving everybody before this even kicks off tonight i'm telling you what it's going to be and i'm going to tell you another reason why i already know what's going to be said tonight it has to do with this article here if you have not noticed the democratic party has become so desperate in the last 48 hours, because they see what's happening out there around the country. They have went out and enlisted Barack Hussein Obama. Former President Barack Hussein Obama going out there, trying to championship, give his support for the Democratic Party. And a matter of fact, I've got this article here. And it's, it's Obama takes TikTok with painful get out and vote message. Yeah, you heard it. He's on TikTok now. So I'm going to read this article here to you. It says, former president Barack Obama has officially joined the ranks of the Democrats who are using TikTok personalities to promote their agenda. In a last minute effort to get out and vote, Obama was on a feature... TikTok video with content creator uh, Vitus Spizer, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly here. This was on Monday. Now, Spizer, who goes by V, is a host of the Under the Desk News, a TikTok show that offers 60-second daily wrap-ups of current events political analysis, and special interest stories. It's explained on his his TikTok page. Now, for a guest appearance for Under the Desk, he, he had Barack Obama come on. And Obama urged people to register to vote and support Democrats to enact new climate restrictions, gun control laws, and expand abortion rights. This is what he had to say. Barack Obama said, here's the thing that I have to say on this under the desk show. This is what Obama said. He said, I want people to get out and vote. You've got climate change legislation on the ballot. You've got gun safety. And when you can elect more pro-choice members to Congress, we can reinstate Roe versus Wade as the law of the land. Now, Obama continued on. He said, you can't just stay here. You're going to have to get out a little bit at a time like now and vote. It's not a bad time to say I voted, <laughs> excuse me. The, the, the guy that hosts this, this show, V, he interrupted Obama. He said, is it a bad time to say that I went out and voted for John McCain back in 2008? Obama replied, "Mm, as long as you got out and vote. Jokingly, probably not jokingly. Now, I do have the audio clip if you do want to hear that. I've got it here. I'll go ahead and just play it. B, what are you you doing under my desk? Well, under the desk is kind of my thing. I mean... Um, But here's the thing. You can stay for now, but when it comes time to voting, you're going to have to get up. Because you've got climate change legislation on the ballot, you've got gun safety And If we can elect more pro-choice members of Congress, we can reinstitute Roe versus Wade as the law of the land. So you can't stay here. You're gonna take. To... So there you go. That that was the little <clears throat> the little speech that Barack Obama gave on this this talk show. Now, why am I bringing this up? This little talk show on this this TikTok show. Well. Look, kudos to to this V character on his show. Here's the issue that I find hilariously funny. Did you hear what Barack Hussein Obama said? We have climate change on the ballot. He's talking about the Green New Deal. You know, get away from gas. Everything has to be electric. We don't know how you're going to afford it but everything has to be switched over to electric. We don't have the power grid to support it. Matter of fact, we have certain states, like California saying, please don't, we know you went green with your electric cars, but please don't hook them up to the power grid. You could inadvertently cause a rolling blackout. I'm not making this up, folks. These are the type of policies that the Democratic Party hasn't acted You know, I talked about the whole crawl, walk, run phase. They don't have any of that down. And here you have Barack Obama championing out there for the Democratic Party, trying to get people to go out there and vote for them in these key swing states so that they can hold on to their power in the House and the Senate. Then when I and by the way, I just have to say this as well. What have those green new policies done for us here in the United States? Gas prices are through the roof, which I have more to talk about that because there's going to be shutdowns with businesses because of a diesel shortage here coming up within the next couple of weeks. I'll get to that in a little bit, but we have gas prices going anywhere between $4 to $7 a gallon, depending on where you're at in the U.S., we have (laughs) we have stores supermarket stores that are so outrageously high priced in food prices people don't have a paycheck people are financially under the gun now you have people struggling just to survive i'm gonna go out and say there's people out there who's probably even starving now here in the u.s and we're a leading country of food, no one should be starving. But this this is, this is what Barack Hussein Obama is saying. Well, you need to vote for the Democratic Party because we've got climate change we've got to worry about. Which again, I laugh about because I have to say to myself, climate change has caused all of these problems. No, the Democratic Party has. Climate change hasn't done anything. There's no concrete proof in climate change, none. And I have been over this subject many, many times. Let's look at the next one he talks about here. This one I said was going to be the one that the Democratic Party was going to stick to. And it's not the top two issues that is pulling right now. And I've been saying this for over a year. What was going to be the driving two factors for the midterms? What did I say? Inflation, in the economy. And crime, which goes hand in hand with the immigration issue at the southern border. Those are the two factors. But yet you still have the Democrats out there going, no, 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 no. Abortion. Roe versus Wade, and here you have Obama, Obama right here, well, we can, we we can turn back the clock, we can, we can reinstate Roe versus Wade, make it the law of the land. Now, what I find hilarious is, he's making that kind of a comment, you have other Democrats who are making that comment as well, and didn't. The Supreme Court just rule on that here recently. I, I believe it is the law of the land. The federal government has no say in abortion rights. It was kicked back to the states to make decisions and outcomes on. I don't understand why the Democrats are so focused on this. It's a losing factor when it comes to the elections next week. It does, it's it's not going to be the driving factor. The driving factor, again, economy and crime. Inflation, security. They go hand in hand. And here you are. You have Barack Hussein Obama out there biting at the bit for the Democratic Party. Basically stating, you've got to go out and vote for us. And here's these reasons why. Climate change, Roe versus Wade being reinstated through them. Forget the Supreme Court. Oh, they're going to bypass the Supreme Court. Checks and balances, there's no checks and balances. And then there's this one here too, the third one he says, gun control. Would you like me to break that down for everybody that's listening? When Barack Hussein Obama says gun control or gun legislation, he means they would like to completely confiscate every weapon from American citizens in the United States. That's that's what it comes down to. They want to do away with your right to bear arms. Because here's here's what, and I know people saying, "Well, how do you know, Mr. Nash? attacks what do you mean? Maybe he means more gun laws, background checks. We have background checks on background checks. What have they done? I keep asking this question, and I cannot get anyone to give me a legitimate answer back in forty years. What has gun legislation? done here in the United States. I want to know what the hell has it done? Not a damn thing. And it only targets law-abiding citizens. It never targets the criminal element. It never does. You and I, law-abiding citizens, are the ones that has to pay the price for it every time. So when Barack Hussein Obama says, well, I mean, we got these things on, on, on you know, that we want to we want to enforce gun safety. It's not gun legislation safety. He wants to completely remove your right to bear arms. That's what it boils down to. Look at Joe Biden. Joe Biden knows right now that those, the two issues the main issues in the midterms he knows that crime is the is the top one up there he knows that they all do but look what look what they're talking about now it's going to be the same thing tonight we need we need to do away we need to do away with semi auto or full auto or extended clips Three months ago, it was doing away with a certain pistol he was talking about. I never did really grasp what he was talking about because he he mumbles too much. The fact of the matter is the Democratic Party, Barack Hussein Obama, spelled it out perfectly simple and in simple terms. We want to come and confiscate your weapons. We want to reinstate Roe versus Wade. Federally, the hell with the Supreme Court and the checks and balances. We'll make it a law. We'll overrule them. That's what what Barack Hussein Obama got out here and and basically said. He laid out what they want. And the same thing. They want to force more climate change down everyone's throat. They want to shut down the coal business. They want to shut down the energy sectors. If you don't meet their standards, you're done. They want to shut down fracking. They want to shut down oil production. For green new climate change, electric cars and vehicles that we don't even have a grid to supply it, sustain it, and it's nowhere in the works for the near future. And and I want to add to this, like I've been saying about the whole thing, the whole ordeal with the electric cars. They talk about how it's climate change. It helps the climate. Look at the part, look at the battery itself. Look at the cost in it. Then you're going to ask yourself with the size of it and what's in that, the corrosive material that's in that. What are we going to do to um, environmentally protect the environment to destroy these things or recycle them? I have yet to hear anyone say anything about that. They're going to cause more damage than good. But yet here we are, the Democratic Party spearheading the whole issues here. Climate change, Roe versus Wade overturn, gun legislation. You know what I find even funny about this whole thing? You know, everyone keeps asking who they really feel the the, the puppeteer is who controls the, the strings behind the wall for Joe Biden. Well, I think everyone should just have got a good idea. It's Barack Hussein Obama. It is. He's never left the White House. And I know people is going to be saying, oh, come on. It's the truth, he has never left the White House. Oh, he did when Donald Trump was in office. But behind the scenes, he was still running the shadow government and it's still going on right now. And this is the greatest example with this video here and the things that he he keenly mentions It is Barack Hussein Obama. If you want to read this article and you want to listen to the audio that I played you, you can find it. It was on Fox News. It's on TikTok. It's on YouTube. It's titled Obama Takes to TikTok with painful get out the vote message. Now the next piece of of article here that i i want to talk about since i'm on when it comes to social media and political posturing and the whole nine yards i found this one on yahoo news it's been on newsmax fox msnbc cnn you can't miss this if you have not heard let me Go ahead and tell you. I'm sure everyone has already heard this because that's all that's on the news networks. Elon Musk went through with his acquisition of Twitter, paid for it. There's a bunch of issues going on with that. He's probably going to end up turning around and suing all of the board members for falsifying information because once he acquisitioned Twitter and went in there, they were going through their databases and found that a bunch of emails and data information was hidden from the courts. So I'm sure there's going to be another court battle and a lawsuit looming. Getting past that, I have this article here. Now, this one was on Yahoo. It was also on NBC News. And it just, I I chuckled at this. But it has to go again with political posturing, social media use right now, the bickering with online um, political posturing and advertising. But I had to, I had to, I I chuckled at this. It says celebrities are starting to leave Twitter. Here's a running list. I read it. It was actually quite funny. They had several actors on here. I'm, I'm not going to go through all these actors. You can read it yourself. But basically, these actors were going on <clears throat> once the acquisition went through. Elon Musk went into Twitter headquarters with a kitchen sink. And it was funny because on, on Twitter, on his account, he put, um, what was it? I I, I I believe it was a change is coming. uh some something to do with the kitchen sink, uh, th- throwing in the ki- throwing in the kitchen sink. but he actually took in a kitchen sink. and it was a pretty hilarious little clip. But um, you had all of these celebrities. they're shutting down their Twitter accounts now. or they've gone silent, or they've blacked out their page privately. Or they're telling all their fans and followers uh, you know, dark times. I was on Twitter and as soon as Elon Musk walked into that building, which that kitchen sink in hand and fired the CEOs from the board and, and declared himself the czar of Twitter. You should see all of the hate speech. Oh, you should see the hate speech. You even had a democratic Senator. He got on TV today and was and was talking about this. He was also had a couple tweets. And he was going on about how the hate speech isn't part of free speech. And people should be ashamed of themselves. And he got reamed up and down by news networks and, and publications galore. And it was funny, because I hate to tell him this but I don't support hate speech. But again, what is this guy's definition of hate speech? You have to ask that question. But I hate to tell everybody this. You can have hate speech. It is part of free speech. I hate to tell you that. Anytime you disagree with someone, you could label it hate speech. And I hate to tell you it's, it's protected so you have these left liberals you have these left-leaning senators who think that it's not it is i hate to tell you it's even hate speech is protected speech and i think that is the problem with the woke culture the very thing that they complain about and and they perform themselves which is they they consider it a form of hate speech they're doing it themselves it's protected i hate to tell you this but I just seen this article. I had to talk about it. <clears throat> they gave a list. Oh, of about 10 to 15 celebrities that have went dark or quit Twitter. And so they'd never come back and going to other social uh, platforms. Look, what do you want to bet? It'll just be like everybody who said, if Donald Trump wins the presidency, we'll move to another country. How many of those celebrities after he won? actually went through with, with their threat. None. They're all still here. Matter of fact, a lot of them were asked, well, how are you so you packing up, you leaving. Well, it, no, it was just a, a figure of speech. We were mad. It'll be the same thing here. These people will find out that <clears throat> Elon Musk has just opened it up. They're not censoring people anymore. They'll get the burr out of their ass and they'll be right back on Twitter, give it a month. I guarantee it. Nice little cute little article. I just, I had to bring that up because of all of the, um, the backlash that I, that I keep hearing about social media, Elon Musk buying Twitter, hate speech folks. There was hate speech, even when there was censorship going on at Twitter. The fact of the matter is Twitter only was censoring the hate speech that they they wanted to label us hate speech. Anything that a Republican or a conservative said or someone that they disagreed with, a doctor, a school teacher, they'd censor it. Oh, it's, it's it's misinformation. It's hate speech. But when the far left says hate speech, it's actual hateful. Nope. Nope. We can't censor it. It's free speech. So these people were just getting a turnaround, of fair play. They don't like it. So they're up in arms <clears throat> now i am about 28 minutes here into the first part of the broadcast here i have to take my first commercial timeout when i return i'm going to get into all of the election coverage that's going on so stay tuned and i will be right back Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, it's me again, Charles Nash, your host from Political Theater. When you wake up in the morning, you're tired. You're trying to fumble around the bedroom, find your way down the stairs into your kitchen. And what's the one thing you want to do? You want to get woke up. Well, that's where I have a problem. In the morning, I try to find the best coffee that I possibly can. The regular things off the store shelves just don't work for me. But I found a coffee and a company that does. It's called Black Rifle Coffee. Now, Black Rifle Coffee is made and owned by veterans here in the United States. They serve a premium coffee. The coffee is imported from highly qualified coffee beans from Colombia and Brazil. They're roasted for five days at their facilities in Manchester, Tennessee and Salt Lake City, Utah. They have some of the best coffee that you can imagine. One cup and even a half a cup gets me woke up in the morning and I've got enough energy to carry me through the rest of the day. So I'm here to tell you about Black Rifle Coffee. You can go online to blackriflecoffee.com, order from their webpage, They will ship it to your house directly. They've got several different kinds of roasts. And again, some of the best coffee you'll ever have. That's Black Rifle Coffee. And if you don't want to believe me or take my word for it, go to their website. You can get a free trial yourself and taste the magic in their coffee. Again, that's Black Rifle Coffee. Try it. My friends how many people here love to fly maybe you've been on a vacation where it requires you to get in a big commercial airliner or or maybe you live somewhere local where you have an owner operator and a small piloted plane who, who does personal rides well if you're someone who loves to fly or maybe you've never flown before maybe you have some some kids or family members you'd like to take up in the air or maybe you just like to do some sightseeing maybe see a sunset take a night fly somewhere here around the ohio area Uh, maybe locally maybe a couple miles out maybe you're someone who likes to do further rides for longer periods of time or again maybe you're a photographer like to do some of those nice aerial pictures well i have a great company for you it's sparks fly it is here in mount Gilead, ohio it is a veteran owned and operated a business here and it's it's owned by pilot and owner Keith Sparks and I'm going to tell you I had my kids go up here about a week ago and they had a phenomenal time going up in that plane of his now he's got many different types of airplane rides available from a mini tour your basic tour good values better values all the way up to even night flies uh, they go anywhere up from about 20 minutes all the way up to an hour and 30 minute ride. Prices vary on depending on the weather conditions, the time of the year, and where you want to go. But again, great, great company, a great aerial view. And I'm telling you, you will love this if you've never experienced this before. It, it, he is, he's got a great company, hands down so they even do flight instructions for individuals too maybe you want to get your pilot's license they do that as well there's several different ways to contact sparksfly and that is one you can go to their web page with it which is www.sparksflyllc.com you can also call owner keith sparks phone number 419 419- Five six zero six one three zero, or even drop him a line at keith at sparksflyllc.com. When it comes to Mother Nature, anything is possible. And with the unknown possibility comes severe weather. With these severe weather what usually happens you get down trees once the tree is removed you've got these stumps just sitting everywhere they're ungodly and they're just sitting in your yard folks rather in the backyard the front yard up against your house and they're just a sight for sore eyes you have to mow around them you have to stare at them through your windows your neighbors don't like seeing it it makes your property values go down and over time, stumps start to decay, become sinkholes, or even become bug infested. And who wants to have to call an exterminator for an extra cost? But folks, there is an answer to this problem. It's called Nidheart's Stump Removal and Land Clearing Operations. A family-owned and operated business, Neidhart's Stump Removal offers not only stump removal, but forestry, logging, tree cutting services, demolition, as well as excavation and they're fully insured if something would happen while they're on the job. For more information you can contact them at 740-751-5654 or visit their website at com or send your questions to Info at nineheartstumpremoval.com. How many people love sweets? Well, if you're anything like me, folks, you always have that sweet tooth. But there's a solution when it comes to your sugar delight needs. Introducing Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cake With over 40 plus years in bakery experience sprinkle lisa cookies and cakery is your one-stop shop for all your bakery sweets that you're ever gonna need folks from delicious sugar cookies decorated to match any special party or party theme occasion pies and amazing cupcakes from garment flavors to traditional and fabulous wedding cakes for that one-in-a-lifetime moment. Sprinkle Lisa Cookies & Cakery is hands down the professional and dependable business that you need to order from. For more information, contact Sprinkle Lisa Cookies & Cakery at 419-709-0918, or check out their Facebook page for more details and special offers. Dad, I want a cookie. Looks like I'm gonna be making a late night order to Lisa Sprinkles Cookies and Cakeries, folks. Time, a word we take for granted. As the years pass by, so does one's age. Families and loved ones share memories and moments. Many times, as loved ones pass on, they bequeath antiques from their past that end up carrying on into the future through their loved ones, as antique items are handed down through generation to generation. Friends, if you're someone like me, antiques are a way to pass along one story onto the next generation and maybe that's why my friends at the on the square antiques specialize in just that antiques located in downtown mount Gilead, ohio on the square antiques feature fine antiques collectibles furniture grand millennial granny chick artwork and very nice jewelry Store hours are Wednesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. They arrange payments very easily, and you can pick up at your own convenience, or shipping options are available. For more information, check out their Facebook page on On The Square Antiques, or you can message them at onthesquareantiques at yahoo.com. Or even by phone, area code 614-330-6322. And as they always say, happy antiquing. Coming in from our first commercial timeout here, and I've got Billy Idol with "Dancing with Myself." And you know what? I, as I'm listening to that song, I keep thinking to myself, somewhere out there, Joe Biden is probably dancing with himself because, well, we know how dementia Joe is. He, uh, he seems to lose track of where he's at. I mean. Look, hell, look, look just uh, at Easter here last um, out there, out there talking to nobody. So he, he probably is out there dancing with himself, just like the Democrats are dancing with themselves with if they really believe that the American public is, is going to continue with this onward assault on America and this downward spiral of our security and our economy it's just not going to happen now i said when i came back from break that i had some more news articles here that i was going to discuss uh, and that was about the um the midterm elections and, and some of the key issues that are really plaguing the Democratic Party right now. And I've got this article here from Fox. Uh, <clears throat> title of it is, it says, Biden administration accuses Arizona of trespassing by building barrier of U.S.-Mexico border. Now, I know everyone's probably saying to themselves, okay, so what is that about? Well, I can, I can tell you. I'm getting right in the article here. It says, uh, Arizona governor doug ducey was accused this week by the biden administration of trespassing as the republican governor makes efforts to fill gaps along the u.s mexico border with shipping containers now when they say shipping containers we're we're talking the big cargo containers that they're basically semi-truck trailers the big boxes so they're stacking those where there's gaps on the southern border where there's no fence so that they can try to keep control of the illegal immigration and the crime problem the drug trafficking the sex trafficking that's coming across the border into arizona well I, I don't understand why that's a problem but i will read on here so you can hear it yourself it says ducey announced last week that he would have crews install shipping containers along a section of border to fill gaps not covered by the wall. Okay, makes sense. It says the announcement came two weeks after federal officials ordered him to take down the containers he had placed in the southwestern part of the state. It So this, uh, the uh, Republican governor then sued and requested this courts allow Arizona to keep 100 shipping containers double stacked with barbed wire on top in place of near yuma this is yuma arizona this is the containers were put in place in august to fill gaps in the board see this has been going on since august but here we go we're we're in we're in the month of november we're we're less than a week out and and here you go you've got the biden administration you got democrats screaming But you can't do that. We we have to have open borders. You're going to hurt illegals. You can't keep them out. And this is the security issue that I'm telling you. The Democrats know this. They just don't want to address the issue or fix it. It is part of their plan. I've been trying to tell everyone this from the beginning. They want the borders open. The hell with you and your families and the crime and the drugs coming in and across. They don't care. Even after Paul Pelosi was attacked here over the week. Do you think it would send shockwaves in, in the Democratic Party? No, not at all. All they're doing is deflecting and blaming Republicans and conservatives. Deflecting from the issue of crime. Deflecting from the issue of what's coming into this country unchecked. So again, the containers were put there back in August. Now all of a sudden, November rolls around. We're getting close to the November elections. There's a problem now. Now, Ducey pushed back uh, against the the inaction of the Biden administration stopping migrants from entering the state from Mexico. This is according to Associated Press, and it's been widely known. Now, Ducey's plan is to cover a 10-mile section of border using 2,700 containers, each 60-foot long. But the Biden administration continues to demand that Ducey remove the barriers with claims that the state is trespassing on federal lands. Was well, that what that is? Federal lands? I see. This is what the Biden administration said. It says the unauthorized placement of these containers constitutes a violation of federal law and is a trespass against the United States. Uh, Jacqueline Gurd, uh, which is the regional... She's the regional director for the Bureau of, um, uh, let me see here. She, she, she's, she's part of the Bureau in lower Colorado Bison area. Uh, she sent a a, a letter to Arizona. She's part of the Bureau of of Reclamations, uh, she says that the it, that this is a trespassing issue, and it's harming. It's harming. Containers are harming federal lands, and resources, and impending uh, ability to perform its mission. Their department. It says uh, GERD's department falls under the Department of Interior, and in her letter, she stated a uh, construct was um awarded by the Department of Homeland Security to close gaps near near these the, the border there in Arizona. But again, they haven't done anything. So you had Governor Ducey. He did something. He put shipping containers in there. They've been there since August, but now all of a sudden it's a trespassing issue. Again, this is to, this is to trying to score political points. Right before election. That's all it is. Now, this is what Ducey and his team came out and said. They said this is federal land, and it is, but it would be trespassing supposedly to put these containers on there, which is the Yuma Mayor Douglas Nicholas's, also a Republican, said in an interview on Fox News, he said it's also the state's land. He said, well, my contention is that 300,000 people that have come through this year alone, he's talking about illegal immigrants, they've been trespassing. And I don't remember seeing a letter going out to anybody to try to stop them from trespassing. Well, he's got a point. If this is federal land, and all of a sudden they, they're trying to stop the the drug trafficking, the illegal immigration, the sex trafficking—you name it—you have Biden and his administration through this implementation committee, this bureau. They're saying, "Well, you can't do that. You're you're going dis- to you're going to harm federal land," but they're not doing anything to stop this. So, Ducey and his team have said, okay, well, if you're going to try to say that we're trespassing on federal land, what about all these people who's coming across? Aren't they trespassing as well? But again, this has been going on since August. So, there you go. There's another fight at the southern border. Now, you have this other issue. and I had briefly mentioned this. about 10 minutes ago I made the comment about Barack Obama in his speech and I was talking about the key issues that the Democrat feel are the key issues which they're not and then there's the real issues good example the energy crisis issue what you're paying for gas and diesel at the pumps well I've, I've got this article here. It was on Newsmax. It was on Fox. It was on MSNBC. It was on Politico. It was on the Hill. I could go on. It was on every network. Now, some covered this completely. Some just basically just glanced over it. But it's this is a, this is a big one. Title of it is U.S. Diesel Supplier warns businesses to prepare for shortages, higher prices for consumers. I'm going to get right into this here. It says fuel supplier Mansfield Energy is taking steps to prepare for a diesel shortage on the east coast of the United States, issuing an advisory for businesses to rely on a fuel plan rather than a panic. <clears throat> it says last week Mansfield Energy released a red flag on the upcoming diesel fuel shortage in the southeastern region of the US speculating it could be from poor pipeline shipping uh, shipping uh, economics and historically low supplies and reserves. It says on a normal day it says the east coast markets have about 50 million barrels in storage but now there's less than 25 million barrels available now this is what they said they said a tight diesel supply will force prices to go up which will inevitably make it too expensive for some people the company said in a press release on monday high prices will bring demand back down enough that it balances with limited supply it says Mansfield warned that the US economy level consumers may feel pain at the pump but for businesses to rely on diesel for operation it says supply will, will still be available to certain extents so again now it even worsens when it comes to the energy sector here in the US So here's my my question. We now have high prices for gasoline. It's going to get worse. You now have Mansfield Energy here. One of the largest diesel suppliers in the East Coast saying that there's going to be shortages. Prices are going to skyrocket. I love their key term in here. Some people aren't going to be able to afford this. It's just not people. They're meaning businesses. The trucking industry. Do you know what that affects if it cripples the trucking industry? Is everyone getting where I'm talking about here? Where I'm going with this? If the trucking industry is crippled, do you know the trickle-down effect, which is going to happen? It means goods and services are going to be diminished. You are going to have shortages at stores. And things are going to get 10 times worse and inflation is going to go up even higher. With that being said, And that's sinking in, we are, we are a month and a half away from Christmas. We are a little, a little about three weeks from Thanksgiving. And what have I been saying about the holidays approaching? I said, things were going to get much worse, much worse. Because I'm going to tell everybody, just because, let's say, let's say a red wave happens. Let's say the Republicans pull out and take the House or the Senate or both. You have to wait until after the first of the year. And even then, the damage control the Republican Party is going to have to do once they're seated, <clears throat> I it, it's going to take time. To curve the issues that the Democratic Party has done to this country, so I, I do not see, <clears throat> I do not see this going away. I see this problem becoming more enhanced and worse. But I wanted to, to talk about that. I want people to kind of chime in again you can send me a message it's politicaltheater 114 at gmail.com uh, send me a message about this I would like to know what people think about this this issue with with diesel prices and and supply if you're a trucker or you're someone who you know runs your business and you, know, you have to put out a lot of cost and fuel for diesel I I want to hear your take on this I really do I I It's funny how they just come out and just say in this article, some people are not going to make this. Some people are not going to be able to afford it. Well, I see a large number of companies going under because of this. Truckers are underpaid as it is. And I think this is going to hurt the trucking industry even more. So there you go. There's, There's the next issue at hand. When it, when it comes to Joe Biden and the Democratic Party right before midterm elections. Now, the next article that I have here, I'm gonna go, to, go ahead and, and pull this up. Just give me one second here. The next one you have here, this one has to do with, again, crime, the drug trafficking, The immigration issue the lack of law in the land the whole defund the police movement that's been going on who was started was all started by who well the Democratic Party they allowed this monster to become what it is and now they're bitching and moaning about it and pointing fingers at everyone but themselves I've got this article here it's from the hill and I got a chuckle out of this. It says political pressures divide, inflame response to Pelosi attack. Now, if you did not hear Paul Pelosi, which is 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 um Nancy Pelosi's husband, she's the House Speaker from California. They had some nut job going to their house and he was looking for Nancy broke in and beat Paul Pelosi with a hammer I guess Paul Pelosi has severe damage to his skull he had to go undergo surgery to his hands uh, different parts of his body he has some other issues going on he is stable he's going to make a recovery but you've had all these people in the Democratic Party screaming afterwards. Well, now look. Look at what the Republicans have done. What the Republicans have done. And then there you had your your, your senators from key states, Democrats pointing fingers at the Republican challengers. Well, you should apologize. You're responsible for what happened to Paul Pelosi they're responsible who who were the 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 party here that supported inflamed and pushed the defund the police movement who are the, the who is the party who has opened the southern border to anyone and everything we don't even know who's coming into the border How do we know we haven't been letting terrorists through? How do we know Al-Qaeda hasn't come through? Iranians. I'm, I'm being serious here. How do you know? It's called we don't. Getting back to this article from The Hill. It says, the attack on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Her husband, Paul Pelosi has been met with finger-pointing over who's to blame for the political violence. This is fueling partisan tensions in the week before the midterm elections that would decide if the Speaker and her fellow Democrats keep or lose control of the House. This is the brutal assault kindled the already (coughs) fright debate over crime, law enforcement, and repercussions of political speech, issues that were already front and center on the campaign trail this cycle, primarily in the wake of last year's attack on the U.S. Capitol. It says each political party, as usual, is not the same page. In the Democrats' eyes, the attack marked the predictable consequences of right-wing Riddick, or rhetoric That's triggered Pelosi, or targeted Pelosi, excuse me, for decades. An extension of the Democrats' campaign warning about the threat of mega-Republican extremism. So again, now it's Donald Trump's fault. See how everything is Donald Trump's fault? Everything. Man's not even in office, yet he's front and center. And then they complain... Like I've stated before, they complain about why people are talking about him in the media. You keep it alive. The man doesn't have to pay for anything. For crying out loud, you give him free publicity. You blame him for everything. Now they're blaming him for Paul Pelosi's attack. Amazing. Amazing. Now they they go on in this article. They also give the Republican side. It says Republicans by contrast blame the general post-pandemic increase to certain crimes and suggested by extension that Democrats were at fault for going too soft on those who break the laws. How is how is that how is that a bad comment? Now I know some people are like, "Oh, here he goes." He's defending them Republicans. I'm not defending anybody, but the Republican Party is making an actual pretty good case here. Who was the individuals who propped up the defund the police movement? It was the Democrats. You can go back through any video you want over the last two years. And what are you going to see and hear? Democratic senators, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, Stacey Abrams, Gavin Newsom, Maxine Walters, Chucky Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, The list goes on and on and on of Democrats going on about how we need to defund the police. The police have gone too far. They're out there. They're racist. They're criminalizing black people in black communities. We're going through and race baiting. Jim Crow 2.0. It goes on and on. Look at the Black Lives Matter movement. Look at the riots. What did the Democrats say? Oh, those aren't riots. They're allowed to have freedom of speech. Burning down a, a freaking city is, is, is freedom of speech. Quarantining blocks off from medics being called in for people that's been shot and then the medics are killed themselves. That that's freedom of speech. That, that's people just letting out the steam. We we should be okay with that. That's they're suppressed. Remember all of this? I do perfectly well. And so when someone says to me, Well, you gotta look at things from both sides, I can see both sides of the aisle quite clear. Sanity, insanity. I don't know about anybody else but it's a pretty damn clear choice to me who you're gonna vote for sanity and that's what's going to drive people to the voting booth is to stop the insanity and that my friends is is I'm, I'm telling you it's gonna be inflation and and security and everything to do with the crime, the lack of security that we have. I'm telling everybody. Folks, I have to go to my last commercial timeout here. When we come back, I'm gonna be talking about this again. But again, sanity sanity. insanity. I don't think this is a hard one to understand. My friends, how many people here have a driveway or maybe have a driveway that needs repaired. Well, I have a great company here. It is KB, the Gravel Guy LLC. Now, they are located in mid Ohio, in the Ohio area. They are basically a gravel company. They will come in, completely redo your driveway. Maybe you have some holes that need to be filled in. Well, KB the Gravel Guy can take care of that for you. Now, I have their information here. You can rather go to their Facebook page under KB the Gravel Guy, or you can give them a telephone call, area code 419-564-7231, or you can even message them through their Facebook page and app. Again, that's KB the Gravel Guy for all of your gravel needs. Friends, when it comes to big, costly concrete projects, rather for the residential, commercial or just for decorative needs, you want a company that's reliable and professionally dependable. That's why for all of my concrete project needs, I contact the people at Pennington Concrete. Pennington Concrete is locally owned and an operated business. They specialize in residential, commercial, and decorative concretes, and they are a five-star rated business. So if you have any concrete projects and need help getting your concrete masterpiece off the ground, put the trowel tools down and call the professionals at Pennington Concrete. You'll save loads of time, money, and headaches. For more information, you can contact Pennington Concrete at 740-396-7620, or check out their Facebook page under Pennington Concrete and tell them that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. When you are in need, drain and plumbing services there's only one place ladies and gentlemen for local service that you can actually rely on that is dolan drain and plumbing service located in cardington serving the morrow county area dolan drain and plumbing offer quality service and customer satisfaction with drain cleaning camera inspections and a full plumbing service they offer a 24-7 emergency service for you and your family when the unexpected rears its ugly head. Billing is easy and affordable, and they offer a 10% off for services with cash payments. So if you are in need of a drain or a plumbing service issue, call Doolin and Plumbing Service, area code 419 560 6807 and put your drain and plumbing services in their hands. You'll be thankful you did, folks. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Charles Nash, from Political Theater. You know, I get to do a lot of local ads for small businesses and businesses that are just opening up here in Ohio. And out of all of them that I've done ads for, there's one that really stands out to me just because of the story behind it and it's so touching. That would be Footprints and Wax. Now they are a fairly new small family business. They are located between Galleon and Mount Gilead, Ohio. They create all-natural, hand-poured, soy wax melts. All-natural, chemical-free, face body hand feet and lip scrubs chemical free products that help eliminate many dangerous toxins from entering the home and our bodies they also create hand-painted beautiful wooden ornaments for any occasion the perfect gift for loved ones and with the holidays just around the corner who could pass up on their wide variety of gift baskets they have to offer Pricing is reasonable and affordable. They provide a professional and speedy process while also trying to maintain the highest quality of products for their customers. Working hours are Monday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, or on their webpage at www.footprintsinwax.com. Or you can call the owner, Missy Boggs, area code 419-569-1222 for further questions, and tell them that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. Thanks, folks. Need an outside cleaning? Better call ProSelect! House siding, brick, or exterior dirtied or mildewed? Better call ProSelect! Deck looking dingy or yellowed? Better call ProSelect! How about gutter stains or window smudges? You better call ProSelect! ProSelect Exterior Cleaning and Services. For more information or to schedule a free estimate, call 740-504-8311 or visit their website at ProSelect LLC or Facebook, email them at proselect.es at gmail.com for more information. Stress, headaches, and long hours at work. That pain in your lower back that just won't go away. Day after day, week after long week you for once wish you could be pampered. Get some feeling of relaxation you've long deserved. Well, I'm happy to announce you can. And it's easy, affordable, and just a click or phone call away. When life has taken away my relaxation, I check into the Tailored Massage Therapy and Wellness. Located at 6174 Commerce Drive, Suit E. in Mount Gilead, Ohio, Tailored massage, therapy, and wellness offer a wide variety of services, including relaxation massage, therapeutic deep tissue massage, cupping, hot stones, prenatal massage, facials, facial waxing and cupping, eyebrow tinting and eyelash lifting, CBD muscle mender, and even aromatherapy. They are a five-star rated business. Operating hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, check out their Facebook page or tailoredmassagetherapyandwellness.com. You can also contact them by email at tailoredmassagewellness@gmail.com at gmail.com or by phone, area code 567. Two 233- three three thirty two eighty eight. Coming in from our last commercial timeout here, I've got ACDC. With one, of their, one of the greatest songs I think I've ever heard from them, besides Highway to Hell, and that is TNT. What a great song. If you are someone who loves rock, man, you can never get old from that song there. Now, getting back into the swing of things where I had left off. We were talking about the constant issues plaguing the Democratic Party just less than a week out from midterm elections. Folks, midterm elections, November the 8th, that is Tuesday. That is next Tuesday. We are in the home stretch of things here. And as I'm going down the list of issues, that is just tormenting the Democratic Party. I've got another one here. This one just came out. Um, This one, (laughs) this was was from the the New York Times. It it was featured also on Fox as well. Uh, Title of the story is New York Mom's Murder Blamed uh, Herschel's Policies Could Give uh, Zeldin the Win, Former Clinton Pollster, Says, I'm going to get into this article here. It says, New York City's crime crisis has taken center stage in a highly contested glubatorial race between Democratic Governor Kathy uh, Herschel and Republican challenger uh, Lee uh, Zedlin. But the former Clinton pollster Mark Penn says the tragic killing of a young mother blamed on Herschel's soft-on-crime Policies could be the give for the win to Zeldin. It says um, the 30 year old woman who was shot fatally in front of her children at 8 30 in the morning on October the 5th, less than 24 hours after her estranged husband was released from custody without bail for allegedly beating her. This man beat his wife. He was arrested and he was let out with no bail. Nothing. Well, he went home. He rammed the car, their car, into his wife while she was taking her three kids to school. The kids, who ranged from six months to nine years old, were in the car when he allegedly also shot and executed her in an execution style. I'm not kidding this. This is this is the policies again. Democratic governor, Democratic party. This is exactly what I'm talking about. And this is the kind of of <laughs> policies. This is the type of attitude Democrats in in power right now have towards crime. Well, it's not a big deal. Let's do away with bill let's go ahead and make a revolving door door out of the, the criminal justice system. Now this person has been in there for murder. You know, they've been in there for maybe two years. Let's go ahead and let them out. Good behavior. They'll be fine. This is who is in control. The left sees that crime doesn't exist in their eyes. They are allowing the streets to go to the criminals. The hell with you and I's safety. It's going to get worse, folks. This is just, just this one example of what I've been talking about all night thus far. That just came out here just a little bit ago. Speaking of safety in America... I have touched on this before. I've got another article here. This one was from Politico. Title of it. Democrats versus the military. Wokeness won't win wars and keep America safe. No duh. You know, I believe Ronald Reagan said this perfectly in a speech. He had made the comment that he would rather, rather spend money, federal taxpayers money and making sure that we had trained military staff and soldiers, even if that means building up a bigger military industrial complex. He said he would rather do that and know that there's security they send a softball team out with nothing to safeguard america's values and he he's absolutely correct and if you look at today's today's democratic party they have turned the military into a joke see for years their plan was we're just going to every time we get a president in or we we hold the house or the senate We'll strip the funding down for the military. We'll make it small and really, we'll make it non-combat ready. And that has been their goal for a long time. Well, it's failed because what happens is a Republican will win. They'll go back in, they'll beef up security. They'll beef up the, the military industrial complex. They'll They'll pour money into training, national security. And get it back to where it should be or better. Good example, Obama did that. Donald Trump came in, built the military back up. Updated our arsenal with with weaponry that was out of date. Obsolete. Joe Biden comes in. What do we have now? Well, now they've changed tactics because they're, they're tired of the tug and war back and forth. So now they've went through. And they have. Weaponize the military and all the branches into a woke military. Well, we won't get rid of the military now. We won't make it smaller. We'll just make it combat ineffective. We'll make our, our armed forces pansies. We'll install all of this woke left left liberal wokeness. You know if I don't like something I'll just tell my sergeant I don't want to do this because it hurts my feelings I have to go shoot someone you mean these guns aren't air guns I have to actually fire a bullet I have to know how to do my MOS my job they have turned the military woke into a joke and that's what this article is about it says the american military is the finest fighting force in the world but its strength isn't e- elaborate and can't be taken for granted it's inherent for the past generations of patriots who created the culture and traditions of the battlefields at great cost maintaining the and in, in, uh, excuse me and m- maintaining this inheritance that's sweet, money, sweat, and all above respect for our founding fathers of this country. This says sadly, there is an ample reason to believe our military traditions and combat effectiveness are declining. No joke. Thanks to part to Democrats' wokeness obsession, it's put diversive identity policies before um, our sworn American forces who are out there fighting evil at all costs. It says they've also, with the identity, identity policies that the Democrats have interweb with their, their woke culture in the military, we've now got political correctness And nurturing in the military, and it has to be stopped. Across the military, warning lights are flashing red on the dash. The Army just missed its annual recruiting goal by 25%, or 20,000 soldiers. The Navy missed its target for officers by 200. The National Guard came up 9,000 recruits short. The Department of Defense stated in a report that failures in recruitment. Are driven by part by social unrest i don't think it has to do with social unrest seeing how i'm a veteran it has to do with a good reason why i got out back in 2010 and that was under barack hussein obama he basically went through folks especially when i was in iraq we were not allowed to defend ourselves. I mean we did, but the policies was you 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 shouldn't be you shouldn't be firing back at the enemy. It's the same thing that was going on then when I was in the military that they're doing now, the Democratic Party has done with the defund the police movement. They they basically took all the necessities, basically took the police officers, tied their hands behind their back and said, Do your job. And that's what they did with us. And that's why I got out. Then they had the whole issue when I was in about how transgenders, depending on how they identified, they had different standards, athletic standards, performance standards, you name it, being addressed, barrack standards, you the whole nine yards. It just got ridiculous. Well, this is what you have now. It's not getting any better. It says here, it says applications to service academies also were way down. uh, Tumbling 12% at West Point, more than 20% each at uh, Annapolisis and West Point and one corner of Virginia Military Institute. It says during the same period, it says the number of college applicants rose more than 20%. they must be wanting some of that Biden-free money. That's the only reason I can see why it it rose 20% for college applicants. It says, seasoned war fighters have raised the alarm about even more trouble ahead. Uh, It says, when I encouraged military whistleblowers to share their concerns privately, we were flooded with messages about declining standards and uh, degraded uh, capabilities in some cases essential training and weapon systems navigation and ship handling and failing by the wayside while commanders are forced to um, paralyze woke diversity training you'd expect to see on liberal arts campuses well there you have it folks another issue that the Democratic Party cannot run from and again this was published on the Washington Post. It was followed by Fox News and Politico. Washington Post, who usually defend the Democratic liberal system. They're posting this. What does that say there? Oh, I don't know. Red flags. Red flag. This is the type of the issues with less than six days out from the midterm elections, the Democratic Party is scrambling to avoid. And they're not going to be able to avoid it. My hope is the numbers are not going to lie. I never throw a a win in someone's direction until I see it. No, I thought for sure we would not elect Joe Biden. I was dead wrong. Now we have people saying, well, if I would have known then what I know now, buyer's remorse. You knew what they were gonna do. They spelled it out. The next article here that I have, I'm gonna talk about this just quickly. I've got two more here before I, I, I end tonight's show. This is from The Hill. It says GOP braces for Trump indictment soon after election. I'm not gonna get into this article. Here's the reasoning why. The article basically says what it what it's about right at the header. I've been saying this. Attorney General Garland. He is going to try to, he's being pressured. They will put indictment towards Trump. It's going to have nothing to do with this subpoena for the January 6th committee. Because the committee's days are numbered if the Republicans take back the House or the Senate or both. That's a done deal. That'll, That'll be dismantled and done garland is being pushed by joe biden and the democrats to indict trump for one of two reasons they are scared to death that he's going to make a 2024 presidential bid that everybody does want to see i don't care what the polls out there say everybody wants to see the matchup between joe biden and donald trump again Trump's policies is what was keeping America going. You see what's happened since he left office. The country's decayed under Joe Biden. Number two, they're trying to throw a wrench in the reshaping of the Republican Party when it has to do with, as they call it, the mega movement which is really nothing mega about anything. You have young up-and-comers who are joining the Republican Party. They see what happened under Donald Trump's leadership, what he pointed out, what, what he was doing for America, and they're going to follow on his coattails. It was a recipe for success. Why would you not? And that is why the Democratic Party, that's why Joe Biden and his administration will push for an indictment with Garland on Donald Trump. But I got news for him. It's just like in this article. They, they say the same thing. And I have heard this from multiple sources. It, it Even if it comes out 60 to 90 days after the November election here, it's going to do the opposite of what they think it's going to do. It's not going to push people away from Donald Trump or the GOP. If anything, the opposite effect is going to happen. It's going to cause people to again shift blame at the Democratic Party because they're going to see this as a political stunt. You know how I'm going to view this? If they indict Donald Trump, then they better go back and indict Hillary Clinton. There are countless other people that have done far worse with evidence behind it, who should have been indicted and put in front of a grand jury. And it never happened. And if they're going to try to indict him, a former sitting president on secret top secret or security documents that he had at his home in florida again i have said this you can look it up yourself all a sitting president has to do is say this is declassified that's it donald trump is not the only former president or sitting president that has taken documents or declassified them as will. I hate to tell people that, but it's the truth. Go back through and look at your history books. Look through the information, the Freedom of Information Act, the FOIA. Look up on former presidents and what they've declassified or the materials that they've taken once they've left office you'll be surprised. It's not just Donald Trump. This swings both ways between the Republicans and Democrats. It all boils down to, again, my final say on this, they are trying to derail a Donald Trump presidential 2024 bid. That's it. Now, the last article that I have here for the night This one's actually a pretty good one. It has to do, it's it's from Newsmax. It has to do with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris giggles herself. And the title of the, the story is, this is from the Washington Post column. I know, the Washington Post. Both Biden, Harris unfit to run again in 24 what a title it says president joe biden and vice president kamala harris giggles as i call her should bow out of the 2024 presidential election washington post columnist george will wrote wednesday in a scorching editorial saying biden has passed his prime and Harris is unqualified to be considered as his successor. Will, who is a conservative known for his starch opposition to Donald Trump wasn't a Donald Trump fan, argued that even adequacy in Biden's uh, past. He said Will wrote that Biden's false claims that he signed a student debt forgiveness law was an alarming reminder that he shouldn't seek another term. Well, that is true. Joe Biden believes that because he signs a declaration by his own will without it going through the proper congressional channels, he believes that that is the law of the land. It's not. Now, Will also added... That Biden was not merely was not merely again embellishing his achievements. This is not just another verbal fender bender. There is no less than dismay explanation for his complete confusion. What vote? Who voted? Now, Will goes on in this article. He sounds off on a number of issues that Biden has and, and Harris have rather overlooked. Or refuse to fix he put on here many many scorching examples national security issue the southern border drugs drug trafficking sex trafficking the national debt you have the current situation of the economy with inflation Will went through this, George Will went through this editorial here for the Washington Post. I mean, just scorched Biden. He even talked about the lack of administration on the part of Kamala Harris. Which, by the way, you don't see giggles. She's been locked away. The vice president is somewhere sipping margaritas, nowhere to be seen. She doesn't want to be seen. She's a laughingstock. A good review here, again, If you, it's on Newsmax. You can also go to the Washington Post and read this. It, it, it's, it's by George Will. He wrote this. I know, it's shocking. The Washington Post actually pushing back on Joe Biden. Shocking. Now, folks, I will be back Monday, next Monday. That is uh, November the 7th. That is the day or the night of uh, before the, the general election, which is, again, november the 8th on tuesday so i will be back again the 7th of november that monday before the election i'll go over some of the news highlights that's going on uh, some of the final debates i'm sure there's going to be a lot of topics that's going to come up here in the next six days so we're going to get into that right before the election it should be quite interesting now, I would like to go through, I would like to thank my listeners who keep coming back week after week. I appreciate it. I just looked at the numbers here the other day. It's it's growing each and every day. If you're someone that is new that listens to my show, please come back. I, I appreciate you listening. I don't care if you agree with me or not, you know, just because I give my opinion, or I'm reading you these articles or editorials. I'm giving you the information where you can find it so that you can read it, maybe do some own research of your own and come to your own conclusions. If I can give someone information to enlighten them, I've done my job. Again, rather you agree with me or not. So again, I would like to thank my current and new listeners. I would also like to thank all of my sponsors i would like to thank all the businesses who allow me to do their free advertising through my think local first again if you were a, a a business small business large business maybe you're just starting off and you would like free advertisement it's free there are three ways that you can get a hold of me first you can give me a telephone call Area code 740-802-7936. Or you can reach me at politicaltheater114 at gmail.com. You can drop me a line there. Finally, you can go to my Facebook page. Just look up Charles Nash. You'll see me in the big political theater icon. It's, It's my face. It's red, white, and blue. It looks like something out of an old Ronald Reagan political poster. You cannot miss it. Drop me a line. Send me a message. I'm also on many other outlets as well. You can even find me on Twitter. Just look up Political Theater with Charles Nash. Um, Many, many outlets, folks. Many, many ways to get a hold of me. So again, I will be back next Monday, November the 7th. I want everybody to be safe out there. Get out there and vote. And for the love of God, vote policy. Not for a party, not for an individual. Vote policy. You will not go wrong if you do. So that is all the time that I have for tonight. I will again, November the 7th, next Monday. I will be back here the night before. The midterm elections. So I will see everybody next Monday. Good night, folks.